we're back. We are back. Holiday Christmas time podcasting. Seasonal special. Seasonal special. It is, um, wait, today is, what is it? Well, we're recording this on the 21st. So it's the winter solstice today. Winter solstice? It is actually a seasonal change. Is it the 21st or the 22nd? 21st. 21st. I mean, unless I'm just completely out to lunch, but, um, yeah, it is actually a seasonal change, which is kind of cool. Okay. Yeah, winter has begun. There you go. Um, so if you're listening to this, likely it's, uh, around the holiday time. So Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Yeah. Or if you don't celebrate, go fuck yourself. Um, no. Yeah, that too. <laughs> um, Everybody go fuck themselves. What do you, what, you're, I mean, you're, you're just as white as I am. I assume you celebrate Christmas, John. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I didn't really grow up with any kind of religion at all. Um, my dad's side of the family is Jewish, my mom's side is Christian, but neither of them are very, very young, like, religious. Mm. Um, Did you yeah. have Christmas trees growing up, or menorahs, or anything? No, we always go visit uh, my mom's side of the family, uh, and they would have Christmas trees there, but, like, in our house, we'd never... Really? Yeah. You never... Whoa. I never had any kind of Christmas decorations in my house, ever. No wonder you're such a cold-hearted fucking yeah, asshole. Yeah, I'm the Grinch. Right. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Even I got a string of blue lights at home. Just yeah, fucking nothing. hanging over my nothing. bikes like <laughs> like an asshole. Nothing. Are you? Wow. Not a single Christmas. Christmas could fucking eat a dick in your house. Yeah, that, that was actually what my mom would tell me. You know, three to five years old. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, and it didn't. You know, it never really struck me as something eventful because I'd always I'd be there. You know, yeah, like, yeah. There, I'd have stockings and you know at, at, the tree. And, at you know, a grandparents' house. Grandparents place, you know. um, but yeah, yeah, how about you? Always. Yeah, we always. decorated. We had decorations outdoors, like because I grew up on a farm and like. Every house in the country has at least, like, one string of lights on their house. Yeah. That's it. It's, like, we had, like, some lights on our eaves troughs, and we put some lights in, like, a one of the trees that, uh, one of the, one of the, the pine trees or something that was in our, in mm-hmm. our yard, because it was, it was big enough to, like, string yeah. uh, a few lights on, and. So, yeah, do that every year, or you just leave it in there? Uh, I think the, the eaves trough ones we left. Yeah. They're just left there all year round, and we would just plug them in in December, because right. eventually the like, and then we'd plug them in and be like, okay, what lights burnt out? Yeah. And then you just go up and change those lights. But um, no, yeah, always. And we had a Christmas tree that was like, in the window that faced the road, so it was just like, you could you could see that you could yeah. see that our our house participated in Christmas or whatever the fuck, right? But it was. Uh, Dude, it was like, uh... Sounds magical. Yeah, I mean, I grew up as a kid, like, we would... I remember trying to, like, stay up late to, like, before, as I, you know, when I believed in Santa. Spoiler alert, people. Yeah. Motherfucker's not real. Um, unless there's little kids listening to this, in which case, so real. Anyways. Um, but I hope, I hope people aren't playing this for fucking kids. Yeah. Swearing, swearing like sailors. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's Jesus. Fuck. Um, but no, yeah, I remember growing up as a kid, like we would, we would like, you weren't allowed in the living room where the tree was, where the, the presents and stockings and stuff were yeah. until like 8am when everyone was awake. So like, oh. even if we woke up at 630 as kids, we'd be like, 
man, we can't go in until it's 8 o'clock. And we'd be, like, standing outside because, like, it was... We had, uh, like, a like a wall between uh, the kitchen and the living room. Yeah. And, and we'd... There was two doorways in, so my little sister and I would stand on either at either doorway, and then as soon as parents would come in, and my older siblings who already knew that the ruse was up and there's no Storm Christmas, the and... and there's no Santa or whatever, they once they got out of bed as teenagers, and they would come in and and they'd be like, okay, now we can go, and then we'd rush Release in, the then we'd rush in, and then we'd like jump over to our our stocking or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very. Very Christmas. And then we'd go to my Nana's later that day for Christmas dinner with all cousins and other family, extended family and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Which is like not unlike your situation where you go yeah, to yeah. Uh, grandparents' house or whatever. But yeah, no, it was... Christmas wasn't like a big deal in the essence of like everyone has to... It, it was less about presents and more about just like family, thoughtful family shit. Yeah, that's good. That's so, like, amazing. like we wouldn't buy... Everyone wouldn't buy presents for everyone. It would be, like, a Secret Santa. So I would get my one... Oh, nice, nice, nice. And, like, our parents would always get us something, especially after my parents got yeah, divorced like and stuff like that. It was, like... Gift this year again. Yeah. Shit. I mean, like, once it was at a certain age and we all knew that Santa wasn't real, it was, yeah, like... Yeah, Sort of evaporates. Yeah. Great. Okay. Now we can just do a Secret Santa. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's nice. Very that's Christmas. Those sound like beautiful memories. <laughs> I mean, outside of outside of just like the gift giving side of it, did did your family do anything special like as far as uh, the dinner goes? Like what 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 yeah, was what was what was the spread, or how many how many people? What was the spread? Um, Give us a rundown of your of your family Christmas situation. Family Christmas. Uh, usually it would be one at my uh, my grandparents' place. Um, what would we eat there? Uh, like turkey, chicken. Turkey, mashed potatoes. Yeah. Gravy, stuffing. Gravy. I don't think they ever made stuffing, but yeah. Um, really? Okay. Yeah, stuffing was like a uh, for some reason that was a, a Thanksgiving thing. I don't know why. Um, and then we do like like an entire the next day at a uh, uh, family friends in Ottawa. We do like a, a giant uh, a platter of arugula salad with a whole uh, beef tenderloin on top. Rare, just beef, beef tenderloin salad. I don't know why how that came about, but I always like that more than. I that. mean, beef tenderloin and arugula is not a bad combo. It's no, just super it's like peppery and fucking oil, delicious. Yeah, pep- black pepper on top and. Olive oil and yeah, that sounds tasty. Ours is always similar to like Thanksgiving, where it was like turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, uh, uh, boiled rutabaga, like mashed up with like brown sugar and Mm, butter and fucking salt, and there was like you know cranberry sauce, applesauce. Wow, cranberry sauce for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. This is, that. you're having like, I, I feel like you never had a good white Christmas, John. Uh, <laughs> well, we that, that, to, that sounds think, creepy as fuck. I think, but I like, think you my know white I mean. Christmas and your white Christmas were a little different. Uh, yeah. Um, no, but there was like, and then at, at my Nana's, there was, um, there was like this weird frozen yogurt 
with oh, okay. grape thing. Are you gonna try and convince me this is also normal? No, no, no I don't. <laughs> I, ne- I never, I never, I never fucked with that stuff. But like, grape frozen yogurt. It was weird. I didn't really understand. Though frozen grapes are delicious. Yeah. Eat a frozen grape in the summertime, and ho- holy. December twenty fifth. It's know, weird. It's probably fu- not the time I would choose to eat frozen grapes. It's weird, but. Yeah. Yeah, and just like bread and butter rolls and shit like that. But like the turkey was always the driest fucking thing. Yeah, that's what gravy's for, man. No. No, <laughs> no. that's what brine is for. Yeah. Brine your turkeys, people. Also, just like go over It's turkey. super simple. You take one cup of salt, one cup of brown sugar, four liters of water. There's your brine. You're done. Super simple. Yeah, it's like, it's dumb simple. No you excuses. brine it for 12 hours. Or 24, yeah. or 36 if you really want to, but that's excessive. Yeah. And then you just roast it, and don't stuff it. Don't stuff it. Don't stuff yeah, it. Don't stuff it. Because your stuffing is going to be garbage. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to taste like salt water. Oh, yeah, true. It doesn't doesn't work. Yeah. Never done it, but I I know to. well enough that it won't work. Yeah. Um, I was thinking for a second, you were talking about stuffing the turkey and then brining it. Which was absolutely disaster. <laughs> this clearly shows how many turkeys you've cooked in your day. Yeah. <laughs> I cooked a fucking incredible turkey this year, but that was the first turkey I ever cooked by myself. Did you? For Thanksgiving? For Thanksgiving. I had a bunch of like uh, German and immigrant people who had never had Thanksgiving dinner, so I made them Thanksgiving dinner and okay. knocked it out of the park. That's really The fucking nice. problem was... None of them had anything to compare it to, so they're like, oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, like, and you're like, fucking no, no this, is this is dialed in. You're yeah. like, I am on fire right now, and you guys don't know how to appreciate yeah. it. Especially for a bunch of like, white guys named Chris, and they would have been like, okay, this is real. They just all get on their knees. Um, yeah. Praise the baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like, was there a religious aspect at all to Christmas for you? Other than like us saying grace and saying... Would you say grace... Always? Um, holiday, holiday, Christmas. Oh, we would. Sorry, we would. Um, we'd say like a non-religious grace at the dinner table when we were kids. What that sound like? Can you can you explain? Yeah, it was just it was just like what we were thankful for that day. Okay. It was just yeah. like you know I'm thankful for this and this. Yeah. And then someone else would say something, you know, like today I was thankful for. Uh, time with my niece, nephew, my brother, and his wife. Yeah. I was thankful for that. And then oh, it would nice. be next like person. That. It that's what religion it, should be for me. It would. It, that's essentially what religion is. It's just like the convoluted part of it about like, for the most part, I think for the most part, what religion is for people is just like a sense of community. That's all they want. That's it. I totally, I wish there, there, that was true. There, no, but like, no, but think about it, man. About more, you know, you go you go deeper into it, and sure, you can get more extreme versions of everything, right? right? Sure. Christianity or uh, Islam or yeah. Hinduism. There's there's extreme yeah. versions of all of them, right? Right. Um, maybe except for Buddhism. Like, the most extreme is, like, you just don't talk, which is, like... Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> no, I think, I, I've heard some people, you know, bring up examples of, of you know... But, like, undoubtedly, it's all just hey, be nice, these are some rules to live by, yeah. and, like, just don't be an asshole. Yeah. For the most part. For yeah. the most part. Broad spectrum. Painting a very broad brush right now. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I'm not against it, but our day-to-day 
in my house growing up as a kid was not it was not religious at all yeah we went to christmas i think we went to christmas mass that was it because my nana wanted to go yeah that was it yeah it's like it's it's not because like i I, i'm pretty sure i was just there for the snacks after like i was i was i was a fat kid (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was a fat kid i was like where are the snacks man (laughs) yeah yeah they they have snacks at church yeah, because there'd be like a little reception thing after yeah. in the basement of the church where people would have like nice. tea and coffees and, and Just cookies and shit. Yeah, or, you know, yeah. munch on the the body of Pretty Christ. Wide, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I think at, at at my nana's for for all the like cousins and stuff like that. When we would gather around, it would be, um, I think we'd say like a, a thanks God kind of prayer but like not thanks god yeah it was some i don't know what the f- i don't even know what the fuck it was yeah. that's how much i wasn't paying attention right. um that's about all i know about prayers right it's like thanks, thanks lord for this for bountiful something something yeah. but um no it was it was good man I, I i enjoyed it as a kid yeah but i enjoy it now more as an adult because I can cook the dinner that I yeah. want to eat. Right. I don't have to eat shitty turkey anymore. I don't have to eat yeah. mashed potatoes that aren't seasoned at all. Yeah, that's why. Like, it's... at all. The, people, the, people think they love potatoes. That's, like, very, like, mean trendy. You know what I mean? Fucking... Like, oh, my God, potatoes are bae. Uh, you think you love potatoes? Try an unseasoned potato. That yeah. shit will ruin your week. Unseasoned, no butter, no cream, no salt. Just... Just potato, water, mash. literally riced potatoes. Oh God! That's what my family oh. would do. They'd take the the fucking ricer press. Yeah. They'd make rice potatoes and they and they rice them into a bowl and they put that bowl directly on the table. And you're like, but there's nothing else. And then there would be like butter and salt on the table, so you had to season it yourself. But it's like fucking, that's you're like, right there. Just do it. That's like putting a ball of like unbaked bread, just like a dough yeah. ball. On the it's table like a like, fuck you. We're almost there. Great start. Great start. Couple more steps. Come more. more You're so close. You're so fucking close. Like Jesus Christ. So like literally for the last three or four years, I've gotten to cook at my brother's house. Everybody's happy about that. That you're cooking instead of. Yeah, yeah. They don't have to do anything. Yeah, that's better. They bring appetizers, which I don't care for. Yeah. Uh, I don't care for the shitty shrimp ring and Yeah, dude, those shrimp rings, I will okay. fuck up a shrimp ring. They're crack though. They're, they're it's garbage it's good. garbage shrimp. Black tiger shrimp from the middle of fucking nowhere yeah, and you don't even shrimp. care where it's from. But you're like it okay. It takes like twenty seconds to taste the shrimp. You like put the shrimp in your mouth, you chew on it, and it's just water. It just tastes yeah. like yeah. ice. Yeah. But like you, you know when you get uh ice from the uh like gas station that kind of tastes like pennies? Like <laughs> yeah. that's like the first yeah. bite, and then you chew it and it's like okay. <laughs> It has texture. That's a great, that's a perfect analogy. And then, like, after 20 minutes of chewing, or 20 seconds, you're like, oh, yeah, this is seafood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's probably more to do with the fact that you're eating um, the fucking uh, horseradish cocktail, thank you, that gives you more of the seafood association than not. Because, like, what else do you eat cocktail sauce with? That's a good question. Nothing. Nothing. The answer is maybe. Yeah, if you're stupid. That's true. (laughs) What? Who eats anyways, I just not now that I haven't eaten cocktail sauce and oysters, but like it's yeah. dumb. It ruins the oyster. All you need is like a drop of lemon. That's it. I've never purchased one of those shrimp rings myself. Are they expensive? No. Yeah. No, they're like they're like ten or fifteen bucks or something. Okay. 
for like shrimp. for like more for like a hundred for like a hundred shrimp you can get like ten bucks. I don't even know because That's they're frozen. One. It doesn't matter because yeah. it's dog shit. It's like from the seventies. <laughs> yeah, even if it's freezer burn, it's not gonna taste any different. Yeah, it's like already like when they're fresh. <laughs> freezer, there's no. So like I I would do the, for the last three years I w- I got to do the the rutabaga the potatoes the stuffing and the stuffing I would do like my family would do like this horrendous like breadcrumb stuffing so it was like but and there would be no veg in it there would be yeah it wouldn't so like so it was like a a casserole i don't like what would you even call that a loaf it was just breadcrumbs bind together no could you slice it no it was just fucking breadcrumbs and what like egg like some butter and some dried sage and some salt and pepper it was stupid dry it was like and even the stuff that was put in the turkey because, like, you'd stuff that in the turkey, and then, you know, the turkey yeah, would give all the juice to the stuffing, which juice. was already crap, and then the turkey would be dry. Yeah. Um, maybe if you brined a turkey and you used that stuffing, it, it would, would actually right. work. Yeah. But, um, no. no, it was it was horrendous, and I always hated it. I, like, every year I hated the... F- you had to cover it in gravy, or I would mix it in to, like, Gosh, applesauce, yeah. or I would just, like, kind of put it... Yeah. A, like a mound of butter on it and people would look at me and think I was weird and it's like this why do you like eating this it doesn't have to be like this yeah. but because it was all tradition and like yeah. dude I wasn't allowed to help like this is after into my like I'm a cook and like I yeah. understand how to season things and I understand yeah. I wasn't allowed to help yeah it was like weirdly misogynistic where like the women were just doing the cooking at Christmas. Yeah. Mostly because I think most of the men in my family... Have no idea how to cook. On my mom's side, they're just horrible cooks. Yeah. I think that's more to do with it, but it was, like, super old school in that in that regard. But I'm, like, yeah. whenever I wanted to help, it was, like, rice the potatoes. And I'm, like, but that's not helping. Yeah. I'm a little person. Or not, not a little person, but, like, anyways. Um, but, yeah, I got to cook. I got to season everything. I got to make... Yeah. shit tastes delicious like and what, what was the reaction of your family when because that's like a big difference they were so happy Good. and it was but it wasn't like my extended family. it was literally just my immediate family yeah. and like my brother's uh aunt and cousin and yep, yep, yep. her boyfriend and yeah um and like my sister-in-law and lisa's um lisa's sister and her mom it was like i think there was maybe like 12 or 15 of us for the last uh two or three years and they were they were ecstatic they loved it. because they grew up in a city and they grew up around seasoned food they and they knew and they knew well not as good as i was making but yeah. um but they but they they knew what the hell was happening right, right. when i was just doing dinner and it's not that's not to toot my own horn but but yeah, it's you know, like, they're not yeah, they're not putting salt in the mashed potatoes. Yeah, they they understand that someone who cooks for a living is yeah. cooking their dinner. Yeah. And they don't have to pay for it. <sighs> they're happy as a pig and shit. Yeah. And they were. And they were really nice about it and gave me way too many compliments and I didn't appreciate all the compliments as much as I should have, and now this year it's nobody. <laughs> Wow. Because of COVID. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, next year, yeah, next next year, I'll cook Christmas for more than yeah. nobody 
this year. That's great. That's <laughs> more than only myself. Yeah. 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 yeah so, you know, as we're talking about memories, um, one of the things that, that I like talking about, and I find I only think about them when I'm talking to other people about them, like I'll never really reminisce on my own. I don't sit on my rocking chair on my porch smoking my pipe and think about the good old days. I just tend not to hmm. tend not to think about it. But John, um, you're twenty five, you don't have good old days. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I, probably I'm, why. I'm I'm thirty in a week. I don't have good old days. Yeah. Anyway, so the point is I don't really think about uh, uh, memories of the past that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I should more. I, I generally, you know, I, I think I should I should I think I think a good practice, if if that is the direction you're going in, is is to to think about it, but don't don't allow it to to dominate your decision making. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's like only negative memories I remember. <laughs> I'm like so negative. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh. Um, and I just my memories trash anyway. So everybody's got these like memories of things they've done as that you know little kids. I almost don't remember any of them. Uh, but there is one. Uh, uh, anyway, so. I, as my, my jumbled thoughts spew out of my mouth, um, I, I wanted to talk about these mm-hmm. kind of more foundational, important memories that, that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, because one the other day just popped into my head, and, and I find that memories will do that. Things that I don't remember or have forgotten about will just like flash back into my brain, triggered by some... Um, a smell or a, yeah, or a happenstance. A or a... In this case, I was, I was running. I don't like running very often, and I you know, ran with you the other day, and yeah. uh, since then I've actually been running a little bit, like, nice. you know, once or twice a week. That's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, drank way too much wine with my dad, and then at like 8 p.m., he eats dinner at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, and anyways, drinks a lot of wine, so I'll like run back from his place, like tipsy. Um, <laughs> you got a little buzz on? Yeah. That's awesome. That's a 5K run. It's not like... It's not nothing. Yeah. Um, True. With like a full dinner in me and a bottle and a half of wine. True. <laughs> a bottle <laughs> and a like, half. Yeah. You guys, you guys go hard. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hard in that wine paint. And then, uh, yeah, it's cold out, so it's nice to yeah. nice to be moving. Um, but yeah, so I was uh, jogging, and something flashed into my brain that I had totally forgotten about. And there were these uh, um, army cadences. You know those things that, that people in the military sing while they run? Mm-hmm. They have like a drill instructor singing and then you get the call back from all the yeah. all the guys. And yeah, I've never, ever uh, uh, spent any of my life in the military. I have no When, when is this military. memory from? Right? So how? When I was uh, 14 years old, I went to this uh, survival camp in Vermont. <laughs> what? And I never it sounds sketchy place. as yeah. fuck. Camp Roaring Brook. Um... Your folks are just like, I don't want to deal with you for a summer. Fucking head down. Yeah, so I would go to summer camp as a little kid. Every year? Uh, yeah, just about. All summer? No, or for, for like three weeks. Three weeks. Oh, three, we- three out of eight weeks? Yeah. Jeez, that's a ripoff. Um, or unless unless they're actually, in, some of them are enjoyable, clearly. Yeah, I like them. So, so the first summer camp I went to was like a normal summer camp. You know, you like do finger painting and I don't know, whatever, uh, rock climbing and I was like a very timid, uh, very shy, very fearful and worried kid. Mm-hmm. I didn't like bug bites. I didn't like being out when it was cold. <laughs> I didn't like, uh, I was very much, um, 
oh, how the tables have turned. Right. Uh, and now, you know, pushing myself is, is something that, that I get a lot of enjoyment out of, but I really wasn't. And, and I think that this summer camp had something to do with that. So I was going to this summer camp in Muskoka, right? And um, I was getting, like, bullied, and I was just this little shy kid who didn't ever have anything to say. And, hmm. um, yeah, I remember being out on uh, one of the canoe trips we did. And it was raining. I was cold. I was freezing. I was, like, 10 years old. And uh, I was just crying, just in a canoe, just bawling my eyes out. And this is the last memory I have of me crying. I would have been, like, 10. Um yeah, but that's that's another thing. I think we've talked about that in a podcast. Yeah, maybe. your lack of tears. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I wish they would come, but uh, you know, we'll get there. Um so I remember just crying in this canoe trip and having a, a really miserable time. And and as I got out of that I kind of realized like when that canoe trip finished, I realized, Oh, okay, you know, maybe this was maybe this was good for me. Which is kind of I think a, a powerful thought for a ten year old to have that something unpleasant could be good for them and since then uh i started kind of chasing that and chasing discomfort and looking for things that made me upset or maybe uncomfortable or that were hard for me to do upset's not the right word but you know looking for things that um were challenging because i spent the first you know 10 years of my life uh, avoiding them phobically anything that was uncomfortable jesus yeah okay um i mean same but Anyways, I go to the summer camp, start loving these canoe trips, start loving things that scared me. Um, and I decided, okay, I'm going to go to uh, a real camp, go to a survival camp, a tough, you know, tough camp. And I looked it up. Okay, there's only one in Vermont. Um, my parents said, sure, yeah, you can go. I don't know. You like it, you go. This is what, awesome. 11 years ago? 2009. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, 11 years ago. Real recent. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm 14 years old. Um, I go to the survival camp. My parents don't really know anything about it. I just Googled it in uh, 2009, whatever Google was then. And uh, yeah, so I show up. I'm like, cool, let's do this. Uh, it's run by this dude who literally wears um, uh, a Smokey the Bear, like, drill sergeant hat. You know the one I'm talking about? Like, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. like, the, the super, like super Trooper Mountie <laughs> hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and this whole camp, I didn't know at the time, because I'm just a 14-year-old kid, this whole camp is made for, like, Americans who uh, think their kid is a little soft wuss, and they need to, like, toughen him up, so send him to survival camp, turn, make make my boy a man. Uh, so And you picked it yourself. Like, two-thirds of the other people <laughs> there, the other kids, were, like, uh, chubby kids getting bullied who really didn't want to be there, and their dad was like, listen, son, it's time you learn how to fire a rifle. <laughs> We're sending you off to camp. Um, so, yeah, I was there out of my own volition, so I was kind of... You're happy all, as fuck. And the only Canadian there. I, was, I loved it, yeah. Um, but it was weird. I think back to it now, and I was like, that was kind of fucked up, man. Uh, so first thing, 6 a.m. every morning, we wake up in our uh, um, three-walled shelters that we would sleep in. So they were like, we were getting mauled by mosquitoes and it would like rain into the shelters is that four walls too many three walls on these bad boys that's cold <laughs> at night anyways and so we wake up at 6 a.m yeah. strip down completely naked all of us instructors drill sergeant man only wearing his hat totally naked <laughs> doesn't take the hat off doesn't take the hat <laughs> off creepy fuck yeah weird right oh my um, god 
and he's bald under his hat. He's, you know, in his 50s or whatever. Yeah. Uh, all of us, you know, 13 to 16-year-old boys strip down and jump in the lake. We got to, uh, like, bathe, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, like, three bars of ivory soap that we share. So we're, like, <laughs> passing the soap around, freezing our tiny, shriveled little <laughs> dicks off, right? It's cold. Fucking A, dude. It's, like, June and... You know, it's still like it's a lake. Yeah, uh, not where yeah. you want to jump in at six in the morning. Um, and then we we'll do an hour of PT, physical training, and that's when this song popped back into my head because I remember running. You're gonna sing the song for us? Uh, no, no, I like or really as can. best you can. Yeah, uh, some of them. Um, John. John. Uh, well, we'll have to see. Okay. Don't make let, let, let don't make me do an offensive voice so that you sing the goddamn song, John. Let's see. I'll have to remember some of the uh, some of the more uh, okay. later days. date. Later. Anyways, date. Um, so we're just like running, singing these cadences. Um, after we like all bathed together, which was I don't know, it shouldn't be weird. It was weird. Um, Yeah, yeah. You know, doing pull-ups and, and, and pull-ups. There's far too many flashbacks running through your yeah, fucking yeah, mind like, right now, aren't there? Literally having a, a, a flashback moment. Um, yeah, it was, it was a fucking weird camp. Um, and I never think about it. I kind of like blocked those memories out. But mm-hmm. I think they were very foundational to, hmm. to who I am. You think that's why you enjoy cold showers now? Yeah, yeah, that's another thing, too. You know what it was? So I started doing cold showers, and then right as I got out of the cold shower, I went for a run, and that's what triggered it. Yeah. Oh, that's so creepy. I wonder if that guy's still alive, the the old fucking drill sergeant. Thayer. His first name was Thayer. Thayer? Thayer. I don't know what the fuck kind of name that is, but yeah. yeah, Maybe he was just up on the trends. Yeah. So it was like these, you know, 13-year-old kids learning how to shoot rifles, doing... One pull up, and <laughs> like, how many pull ups can you do when you're 13? Right, yeah, um, especially if you're a fat 13 year old, probably zero. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like, uh, how long can um, you handle a hand hang on to the, the bar? Shit. I never read that book. Um, yeah, a bunch of kids left on an island to their own devices, and anyways, yeah. they kill each other. Um, danger, big danger. Um, <laughs> okay, Re- reeling it back in. Um, um, what's it called? Flipping. Okay, so that's your. Yeah. It's <laughs> like fourteen-year-old John. Fourteen-year-old John. What What's a memory in the last five years? Let's say twenty to twenty-five. Right. So I'm only twenty-five, right? Um, so I don't I don't look back on these memories as memories. This is just like oh shit, I did last year. You know what I mean? It's not foundational yet because I haven't. It hmm. It might be the foundation to something later on, but the. Well, the, I mean. The building hasn't been built. Think, think about it like yeah. like your your travels to Japan. How many times you've been be to Japan? That's you know, I, I just got back. Incredibly foundational, right? Last year, that's going to be a big one. Yeah, yeah I got to start talking to my therapist about Japan. We haven't we haven't got there yet, but yeah, stick easy. with the childhood first. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah one usually takes yeah. the longest, yeah. so I'm learning. Yeah. But um, well, I mean, even even just just to just even the little bit that I know is like. Foundationally, the amount of knowledge that you would have brought back with you about Japanese cuisine yeah. or um, or your your fish knowledge is fucking second to none as far as I'm concerned in the city. Right, and that was just like yeah, two and a half years. And yeah, imagine if you spent like ten years there. Yeah, it'd be wild. Yeah. Oh. yeah, but then if I spent ten years there, realistically, you just I wouldn't be alive. You don't think so? Probably not. 
Um, Why, you got a little too involved with the Yakuza when you're there? No, no, you're no. You're like, shh. No, <laughs> shit, shit got dark. Um, yeah, anyways. Um, what, uh, for you, you know, I have zero to ten-year-old memories written down on my little notepad here. I yeah. don't remember We're still trying to shit from being ten years old. How about you? See, you any, like, I remember, big... I don't remember anything before I was, like, seven. I remember, so I was homeschooled until grade uh, three. Uh, yeah, grade. Sorry. Um, yeah, I was homeschooled until I was in grade three, grade four technically, but my mom held me back because I was born at the end of the year. Um, born December 29th so she just kind of held me back with the 91 babies um so I went I started school in grade three and I made I made one of I still have this friend to this day still one of my best friends um Marshall Hadley he'll unlikely he'll ever uh listen to these but um or maybe he will I'll tell him I shout him out and he'll probably listen to it um but I made a friend. I made a friend outside of people that... Like forcing you to have friends. Cause that's essentially, you right? Yeah, you're like... Right. I we made, brought a friend over for you to be friends with. Yeah, friends it's now. like, <laughs> fucking play with this kid. Be yeah. friends. It's like, which is, you know, it's not that hard when you're kids. But it's like... But also I grew up on a farm with another family. So there was four other kids yeah. there. There was eight kids on this farm. It's like we were all kind of friends yeah even though we were all crazy different ages and stuff like that but i made a friend i broke i broke i had a broken ankle the summer before how'd you break your ankle grade three i fell out of a tree i fell there was a big old like hundred year old maple tree on uh, on the farm i grew up on and we were i think we were there was a tree fort in the tree and we were having a water fight. My brother was spraying me with a big water gun. In the tree. In the tree. We were having a water fight. And then I was done with it because I think I probably like ran out of water yeah. in, in my gun or something. And I was like, I don't want to play anymore. And I was trying to swing down. And I jumped and I grabbed a branch to swing. And as I landed on the ground, I rolled my left oh. left ankle over and just snapped. Something broke right away. And even oh, even when I was like crying in pain i was just like it's something's broken and like i didn't i obviously i had no idea but then ended up going to the hospital and i remember that those were like those two things are really the only things i remember ages 10 and down yeah breaking your ankle um i remember hating school too because i was i was i was a super shy kid and still i'm a pretty shy adult and that's not true but yeah i don't know if i would describe you as shy i'm not shy now no no i'm i'm uh quite forward now (laughs) probably the pendulum has swung in in the other direction where now now i'm a little too forward and eventually it'll it'll correct itself back and somewhere in the middle there that's what maybe your 30s will be maybe a couple days away hey 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 uh yeah yeah not wrong a week away um, what do you think that, uh, that obviously it's a, a super, um, vivid memory, right? The, the pain of breaking your ankle and, mm-hmm. and 
it, I imagine, very scary. I've never broken a bone, but I can imagine how scary that would be. Fucking break one for you right now if you want. Let's go. Let's give her. Let's make some memories. Give me a hand. <laughs> let's make some. Give me your hand. I'll crush it with the mic. Okay. Um, um, so, what, what do you think the impact? What do you think that that was it? Just a really intense feeling. That's why you remember it. Or do you think it has a greater impact on your life? Does that? What did that? What did that? Ankle breaking. Uh, uh, in what ways is Tomas in twenty twenty you because of that? If that makes any sense. I think it forced me to slow down. It forced me to forced me to to realize that that the body takes time to heal, and all none of these things at the time would I have known consciously but consciously known unconsciously yeah i mean that's pretty young to to be taught that lesson it definitely helped teach me um the process of lymph drainage which is like something my mom does she so she's a physiotherapist specializes in uh in lymph drainage which you so your lymph nodes is what holds um swelling and stuff like that and it's you can you can manipulate um, the fascia, which is like silver skin, around all the muscles in the body, covers. It's like a full, full body suit. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Um, just of like this silver skin that you can move around, and you can move swelling around just doing these little circles, and stuff like that. Kind of like massaging yourself. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's uh, it's it's just a really good way of reducing inflammation. Then your body can heal really quickly. So the doctors thought. I was going to be going into third grade with a cast on my ankle. Yeah. A week before I was supposed to start, the cast came off. And they are like, wow, you healed so quick. Because you were Because, your because my mom was giving me treatments yeah. two, three times a day or something awesome. like that. You know? And I healed, I think, in like two-thirds of the time or something yeah. like that. Wow. 60% of the time. Um, that they had anticipated. And I, that kind of stuck with me. Um, you know, and then fast forward to tens and twenty in between ten and twenty. You know, I I came to I came to Toronto. Yeah, great. Cause you grew up I, on this farm. When I was eighteen. Yeah. That was a big one. Just before a couple months before my my nineteenth birthday. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we talked a little bit in the past about you know what what that change was like for you and what what young yeah i mean it it, was doing i think here's the thing right at that point i was already this this weirdly broken teenager because my my folks got divorced i think when i was like 11 10 or 11 you were already a shy kid sounds like shy kid i i went deeper and deeper yeah inward as a teenager especially when i started smoking weed here's the thing about pot right Here's the thing. I'm gonna go off. Not on even little, once I'm gonna, kids. I'm gonna kids, go. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm gonna go off on a little pot tangent right now. There's no kids listening to this, and yeah. any adult who smokes pot and says that it's great, it's not great. Bro, you just have to find You're, the right strain. No, yeah, no, like <laughs> fucking that dumb shit. It's like, no man, pot's not good for you. It's not. It's just right. like anything else, man. You have to do it in moderation, and if you do, it's like, like mushrooms. I don't do fucking mushrooms every goddamn week. Yeah. If I did, they wouldn't be that great. I do them once a year. Now, I smoke pot every day. Not good. Yeah. It's fucking not. I don't enjoy it anymore. 
I, I genuinely don't. I don't. Wow. I don't enjoy the feeling. But now it's at. And anyone who says pot isn't fucking addictive is fucking stupid. They're idiotic. You can be addicted to any substance on the goddamn planet. Sugar, right. cocaine, right. heroin doesn't matter. Fucking, you can be addicted to exercise. I have. Yeah. I, I've injured yeah. myself a couple times because of it. Yeah. In the last two years that I've been working out or yeah. running or yeah. things like that. Anyways, so weed tangent is like smoke weed for the first time in like your 20s it's not going anywhere yeah. it's not getting worse it's not getting better it's perfect just the way it is now but um i mean that's like you you and i have had this pod conversation outside of yeah. the podcast before where it's like the podcast the podcast we should we should get stone to do a podcast one time and i think it would, yeah, i think I mean, it'd be funny it would just be it would I just be a lot of silence that would be the asmr video that you've been craving yeah or uh, audio rather not right, video right, right. um <laughs> you know if, if i'll eat uh if i'll eat uh, uh carolina reaper for for the for the podcast I'll, I'll i'll smoke a joint i don't like weed at all but um, that's not true you smoked pot a couple times with me yeah yeah last time i smoked you know that, that was this month right last time i smoked pot before yeah. that i was 17 years old really yeah wow yeah yeah okay. i smoked I, yeah for like a two-month period i was like yeah i'm gonna smoke pot and then I just hated it. So <laughs> it was too it, tricky. So. Yeah. I, I didn't know how to roll a joint. It was too tricky. Yeah. No, because I, I smoked after that, so I could roll. roll you used to roll your own cigarettes? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, now you're just showing off. Um, but no, I was, I mean, to get back to the memory side of it, I was like, moving to Toronto was, that was a big thing. But I was such an introverted teenager yeah. that, that it, I, I did not thrive in the city for a number of years. And albeit when I did start thriving, it was usually under the influence of some substance. Do you think that was part of the reason you got into that stuff? Do what you think that what was... stuff? Booze or blow? Both. Both. Yeah. Um, was that your, your ticket to being the person that you wanted to be? or that was, that was my ticket to disconnect. I didn't have to be connected to the shy little... Oh, soft see. little fuck anymore or my what what i what i had envisioned yeah. was soft you know my, my this, take on it, this overly masculine energy this wrong my take on it was that you were kind of disconnecting as a little kid by being recluse and separating yourself from maybe mm-hmm. more social situations and mm-hmm. keeping to yourself yeah I, I stuck to my core yeah one or two friends yeah um which you know, I don't know. Like, is that a good thing for a kid? Is it a bad thing for a kid? I wish I had more friends when I was little. I think I, it probably would be better for me to be more social. Uh, I, I was satiated with the amount of yeah. friends I had. Okay. Yeah. Um, so if that was kind of one way that you were uh, withdrawing emotionally, was were the drugs and the, the booze, uh, was that a way for you to, like, come back into it and, and start engaging more? Or was that... I mean, you use the word withdrawing also with that, right? Like, mm. it seems almost like an, an uh, uh, a polar opposite, thing, like a, what would you call it, a reaction to. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you think that was it, or certainly, you know, certainly yeah. while, I, while I was using, I was, um, I was, I was not concerned with a certain level of embarrassment when it came to social settings. Yeah, so was it was like, what do, you, what do they call that, social anxiety? Yeah, it was like, uh, I, I, I definitely had a little bit of that kick in. I mean, social anxiety, it's like such buzzwordy shit. It's like, yeah, yeah I just don't like being around a lot of people. 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's, not, it's super. It's super that similar. And booze is booze is booze is. Do you have trouble talking to members of the opposite sex? Yeah, like alcohol. <laughs> take a shot. Yeah. Give it five minutes. You'll think of something to say. Yeah. You know whether or not it works um, and keeps a conversation going is irrelevant. But uh, yeah, no, for sure, booze is definitely uh, a helper in that for sure. Help liquid courage, man, and then yeah. good stuff. Uh, and then, I mean, yeah, yeah, and then into my, into my 20s, and I'm, you know, I'm in the last week of my 20s now, is, is I'm, uh, it's, it's kind of funny, I've, I've come almost full circle where I'm just, like, stone sober, I'm, I mean, I am stone sober now, outside of weed and using mushrooms once a year. You don't drink, you don't. No booze, done, no blow, no yeah. nothing. Not anymore. You've done a pretty good job of getting off the, the ciggies. I do okay. I smoke yeah. one every once good. in a while. That's pretty good. Um, I don't buy them anymore. Yeah, yeah that's a big you know, one. That's, once you're not buying them, I feel like you're, you're, you're 80% there. Yeah, you're like 95% quit. Um, but no, I, I just... Uh, Twenties and thirties, man. The 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 memory that I think foundationally will change me is sobriety, yeah. Because it allowed it allowed me to, or still allows me to, um, really feel as much as I want, yeah, or as little as I want. And you're embracing it now. Are you more so than? Uh, it sounds like in the past, uh, it was a way of not feeling those things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Disconnect. The, Hundred percent. Yeah. It became it became this way to like connect with a bunch more people in a social setting, yeah. and then once it went too far into the addiction realm, it was a disconnect. That's one of the things I find really interesting about exercise. Exercise can be an addictive thing, um, and uh, I'll speak for you. I think there is some element of that with you, right? Hundred percent. Like, you know that. Hundred percent of. You you crave that. I think right. Is yeah. that. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's definitely not... To put words in your mouth. You know, I haven't yeah, do it. You about this before, do it, just don't put your dick in my mouth. What? Yeah, listen, <laughs> you know, the night is young. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, as much as, you know, you can be addicted to exercising and it can be unhealthy, I don't mm-hmm. think you're, what you're doing exercise-wise is unhealthy at all. I think you're... No, not anymore. At least not physically. Could yeah. be, you know, could be mentally. I, yeah. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But... but Physically, it's not at least um, quite the opposite. You know, no. you're in good shape and you know. I'm in decent shape. Care I'll be in better shape next year. Of course. <laughs> but that's, that's 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 my that's that's, that's my competitive that's my competitiveness with myself being like, yeah, yeah, but you can do better. You can do better. Well, it's never enough, and that can be you know one one of the kind of toxic sides of uh, of like workout culture and 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 being addicted to. Exercise and stuff like that. I, I think it's hilarious. Sorry, just yeah, to yeah, cut yeah. you off for a half a yeah. second there. Just like when people like badmouth people that like to exercise, it's like what they're they're. It's so good for you. You know what? Like who? Like 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 a like, like a gym rat is a bad thing. It's like yeah. what do you mean? They like being healthy. The easiest person to shit on <laughs> is the person who makes you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. So obviously, yeah. you know, a lot, of, a lot of that. Yeah, and most, most of us are not in the shape we'd like to be in, right? Yeah. 
So if you see somebody who is, it's like, yeah, I mean, they're probably unhealthy and addicted to that. Yeah, they probably eat donuts (laughs) or something. (laughs) <laughs> maybe, or maybe not. Maybe they're just, you know... Maybe they're just clean know. living. I yeah. don't know. But, yeah. Um, Sorry. Um, yeah, so uh, as much as uh, uh, I think exercise and, and it can be a problem and can be addictive and can be all these things, so many other addictive things are about detaching and it's about escaping, mm-hmm. whereas I see uh, exercise more as an, an embracing of, you know this is really hard, this is something that doesn't feel good, but I'm going to do it every day. Yeah. It, kind of, it embraces the struggle. It's very opposite to alcohol and cigarettes. Yeah. It doesn't It doesn't lean into the struggle, yeah. it gives it a hug. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It doesn't sit with it, I right. should say. Right. You just, you push through. Right, yeah. right. Whereas, yeah. All these whereas whereas being hung over right. and yeah, just having a drink like to this. deal with yeah. it, yeah, or like smoking a fucking pack of cigarettes a day yeah. is like, I'm stressed. I want the stress to go away. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, like the nicotine is the stress reliever. It's like, <laughs> yeah. fucking, dude, I had that conversation. I had that conversation with somebody the other day. I was just like, oh man, I thought you were going to get off the jewel. And he was just like, well, I'm like moving now and it's like stressful. I'm like, you're always going to have stress in your life yeah. though. Like, I mean, that was, that was one thing for me like three years ago, two, three years ago. And I was just like, I'm done with cigarettes. Like, I don't want to smoke them anymore, yeah. but I just kind of kept smoking them. Because it's easy. And well, it, easier, but it was also like, it. I'm not, I want to quit, but I'm not ready to quit. Right. Um, and it's like, it was just like a, it, it was like a multi-year thing of me being like, okay, but like, this isn't helping. It was just me talking shit about cigarettes to myself for like <laughs> yeah. two years. That was finally like, okay, I'm just not fucking buying this shit anymore. Yeah. I'll fuck I it. I'll, I'll bum it off someone because they're an idiot. They're an idiot and they're buying it. But like, you know, it's like nobody smokes cigarettes because they think it's good for them anymore. Was it you on Instagram the other day that posted uh, like change happens when you're sick and tired of your own shit? Probably. I don't know. It uh, sounds like it sounds, I don't know. it sounds like somebody yeah. I fucking reposted from something yeah. else. Maybe, yeah, probably something like, along those lines. I don't it's know. Like you gotta get, you gotta get fed up with yourself. You, before you, you have to hate change. yourself. You, I'm, yeah. like as much as negative as it sounds, it's like you have to hate yourself and the memories that you've built to want to build better ones. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah, sometimes. not all the time. It's the only thing that's not all the time. Like but I want like, to believe in my heart that I can do it out of like a productive self love place. Yeah, but, but like realistically, fucking not. <laughs> realistically not. No, I don't love myself yeah. enough to smoke cigarettes. I was poor enough to stop smoking them. Yeah. I was so poor, so broke that I'm like, I can't, it's either I pay for cigarettes or I pay for food. And I'm like, okay, well, I like eating. So I'm going to switch to the Jewel and save a hundred bucks a month. And I can now have a hundred bucks for food. I haven't bought a pack of cigarettes in years. The other day. Hey, that's like 15 bucks a pack. Man. The other day I bought a pack of cigarettes for a friend while I was out, uh, yeah. uh my buddy at Sakai bar. Um, it was seventeen dollars and fifty cents for a pack of cigarettes. For twenty cigarettes? Twenty-five. Jesus. Seventeen fifty. I was like, oh my goodness. That's insane. How does anybody afford that shit? I used to when I when I was buying cigarettes, and that's only like a year and a half ago, was like it was twelve bucks. Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. For twenty. Yeah. That's what I was paying. Bananas. Then wild fuck man i mean i think i think the beauty of memory is that it's corrupt 
Yeah. It's also the downfall of memories because some of these memories, some of these positive memories or negative ones that you have yeah. are completely fabricated in your own head. Yeah. Yeah. They have no, nobody else is contributing to them directly. Indirectly, yes. Yeah. But nobody is like telling you, hey, remember that or hey, remember when this happened? You'd be like, I don't remember it that way. Um, but memory is like, it's, it's arguably one of the most flawed forms of communication yeah. because like we, we, are... we conflate things, we inflate these things to, to a place where like, yeah. I'm sure my addiction wasn't actually harming that many people outside of me and my family, but I'm probably, I probably blew it up in my head so big that I thought it was because I'm it, at the time just yeah. massively egotistical, but like. I don't know. Memory, memory is a fun memory thing. Maybe, maybe we could we could come back to this I'm topic sure of memory. Studies. We should we should we should uh, uh, do some research and, and I'm sure. Did you just say research, John? Yeah. Feelings, no facts, but feelings. Feelings, no facts. Yes. <laughs> okay, no research. I'll just tell you what I think probably happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> See if yeah. I can remember. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're, we're, we're now we're full circle. Now we're full circle. Um, yeah, speaking of full circle, we're at 52 minutes. 52 solid That's Christmas it. minutes of yeah. memories That's and depression. <laughs> That's our holiday That's special. Um, Don't overcook your turkeys or your chickens or whatever just you're cooking. Brine, just do whatever you do, just brine it. You're not going to get salmonella from eating a medium turkey. It doesn't have to be 180 degrees. Yeah. It should not be 180 It should be 150. Ever. Yeah. 155 tops. If you pull it out at 150, it'll rest to 155, and you're yeah, laughing. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's, yeah, 155 turkey is the juiciest thing in the world. If you had a dry turkey, it's probably like a 200-degree turkey. Yeah, dude. And people uh, do that. <laughs> quick, quick back yeah. note to the, the dry-ass turkey that I used to eat as a kid at Christmas. Was, bad, um, dude, they would make it, cut it. And then stick it in one of those fucking warming trays, and you're like, "Oh God, what the fuck are we doing?" When I when I learned that, when I learned that the turkey was just sitting in a warming tray, I'm like, "Oh well, that's." And now there's your problem, right there. <laughs> there's your, here you done yeah. you done fucked it up, buddy. What you doing? Yeah. yeah fuck yeah. you got that for? Like just slice it and fucking give it to the Is people. Is it a hot plate? What's a warming tray? It's like a it's like a like steam table. Oh god! Like yeah. just like a home steam yeah. table that was just like really big and cumbersome and yeah. stupid. Anyhow, um, on that note, <laughs> yeah. If you have comments, concerns, uh, want to participate, let us know what your um, awful turkey story. Awful turkey turkey stories, or if they're not awful, or if you're like, hey, I've been eating great yeah. Christmas holiday meals yeah, right. for a for a long time. Yeah. Some people do, man. Some people yeah. just grew up in dope families. Yeah. You know, most That's people nice. don't. Most people don't. <laughs> yeah. You know, or I'm, I'm trying That's to build okay a dope too. family. Yeah. And anyways, but um, yeah. let us know. Hit us up. Instagram, Meatball Thoughts, at Meatball Thoughts on Instagram, uh, Meatball Thoughts at gmail.com, yeah. uh, Meatball Thoughts 2020 on Facebook, and that's it for now. Yeah, no, I guess we didn't prepare any restaurant shoutouts. We uh, didn't, no. For New Year's, uh, Sunny's Chinese, your boy Braden Chong is doing incredible, like, what what you wish Chinese food was. Ah. Uh, not, like, greasy, burnt oil. There's and... nothing wrong with greasy burnt oil. There's shit. nothing no. wrong with it. This is, like, this is, this is, this is the, this the, is the like... peak of the mountain. This is what it could be. Okay. Um, 
yeah, they're doing they're doing pop ups now. I think they're gonna open in the new year. Sick. Uh, yeah, Sunny's Chinese. Check them out on Instagram. Sunny's Chinese for Great. Uh, for New Year's. That's what I'm gonna do. Put that link in the in the show yeah. notes. Yeah. Um. And who should I shout out? Who 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 who? East End spot. East End spot. East End spot. Poor Romeo. Poor Romeo is a bar, tasty restaurant. They've got like chicken sandwiches and stuff like that. Pretty chill. But apparently, uh, I I know them. I've met the the head bartender there, and one my one of my roommates is good friends with them. Um, Poor Romeo, phenomenal spot. Uh, really, they're doing some really cool gift gift box ideas, uh, like cocktail boxes. Cool. For the Christmas season, so. Yeah. Uh, we'll put them in the show notes and Sonny's Chinese. Yeah. And until next time, we might uh, we might take take a little break, but John yeah. John John and I'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, and next week. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a very busy man, and I'm gonna be um, busy crying about turning thirty. So. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Flip the lights off, staring out the end of your bed. If I all just record me crying into the mic and then yeah, put it. Tune in next week for 52 minutes of Tomas crying into a microphone. Uh, uh, great. Love okay. that. Love that. Anyways, uh, we love you lots. Thank we you very you. much. Yeah, love you, buddy. And bye for now. Bye bye.